Hello and thank you for joining Give Me The Word. This is Prophetess Kenya back at you with more of the Word of God. I know what the Word of God does. Do you know what the Word of God does? It heals, set free, and deliver. How do we know this? Because of Jeremiah 1 and 12 that the Lord watches over his word to perform it. In some translations, it says that I'm watching and I will carry out all my plans. That's why I'm so excited about the word of God, because I serve a God that watches over his word to perform it. That means he makes sure his word will not fail. Again, I read John chapter five, verses one through eight. And when I was acquiring of the Lord, what to come on the podcast? What did he want me to say on the podcast? And when I inquired of the Lord, I immediately start acquiring of the Lord. When I finish one episode, what do you want me to, what are you saying in the next episode? Is it a specific word? Is it a prophetic word that you want me to get on the podcast and talk about do you want me to just pray do you not want me to do an episode that's what i inquired of the lord because i'm on assignment this is this assignment is not to further my name this is to further the name of jesus christ and to further the word of god so when he started downloading and he gave me several different messages several different passages but he said those words are not for this appointed time then he started bringing up in my memory the story um of bethesda the pool of bethesda and what i did is i started researching in the bible the pool of bethesda to see if it was several different instances that people um took in when it concerns the pool of bethesda and the story about the pool of bethesda and it's not i only found one and in my um and then what i do is i started researching different words and different um numbers and things that coincide with this particular scripture and the spirit of the lord said get on here and i want you to ask a question it's a question that the lord has for us and the and that's the message topic and it says why are you dying why are you dying find a mirror and ask yourself why are you dying so you know me, I don't waste time when it comes to the word of God. I jump directly in. I want to go ahead and give you the word of God and move out of the way. So let's talk about the story. I want you to turn on your spiritual imaginations um, to picture this. So in the story, we know that Jesus had entered in Jerusalem and it was a feast going on. And we know according to the story jesus was by the sheep market because that's where bethesda was it was by the sheep market in jerusalem and it says that the pool of bethesda had five porches five porches are the entryways that people can use to enter into the pool you know what a porch is a porch is the 
the part that you step on before you go into wherever you're entering to. You know, you have a front porch. Some people have back porches. Some people have side porches. But that is the main stop where you sit and you wait for the door to either be open or for you to go in. So we have these five porches. And in these around these five porches, it's a multitude of people who are sick. So you have you have the picture in your mind. We have this pool. It's five entrances to five porches. And around the in these porches are five people who are not five people, but you have a multitude of people at these five porches who are sick. And Jesus sees this. But what he does is he, he goes to the person who's been there the longest. And he says to this man, he says, will thou be made whole? In some translations, it says, do you want to be made well? That's why the Spirit of the Lord said, get up here and you ask my people, why are you dying? Why are you dying? So the man says that, I, I, he says that, Sir, I've been waiting at the pool for the angel to come. And if it's nobody to help me get in. So when I start off, I'm, I start off so slow that someone always stepped down in the pool before me. So that is the reason why Jesus had to ask him, do you want to be made well? Do you want to be made whole? That's why God has told me to get up here and ask the people, why are you dying? Because you have had several instances to be made whole. The Spirit of the Lord said, stop relying on someone else to bring you out of the state that you're in. Why are you dying season after season, month after month, year after year, decade after decade? You're finding yourself in the same position, dying for no reason at all. So when I looked up Bethesda, Bethesda means house of mercy or grace, but it also can mean shame or disgrace. So we have this pool right here that's for grace and mercy, but it's surrounded by shame and disgrace. At the spa purchases, we see all manner of illness. It says that it has some people lame, some people paralyzed, but we're not even going to get too deep into what type of illnesses or what type of infirmities were at the porches. We just want to focus on why are you sitting here dying? Why are you dying day after day, minute after minute, hour after hour, when you've been presented with every opportunity to be made whole? And the man says, I, I, I don't have anybody to help me. Why do you need someone to help you get to the place where you are no longer be in the state that you're in? We need to get off. We need to stop with the excuses saying nobody here is to help me. Nobody will admit to what they've done. My parents won't admit that they left me alone too much. My business partner won't admit that he invested the money wrong. My my husband or my wife won't admit that they stepped out of the marriage. That's 
why the marriage is failing. The man had an excuse for the reason that he's been in the shape that he's in for so many years. He was in that shape for 38 years, but season after season, he was there at the pool of Bethesda and the angel did come, but he did not ever step in because he said he was waiting on someone else. He said, no one there was to help me. What got me about the message, it didn't say that the man could not move because he did say, I can move. He said, but every time I get get up there, somebody steps in before me. That means even he could move, but his movement was slow. Jesus was actually asking him a rhetorical question. He was not asking the man to actually, he was not asking the man to answer him back. He wanted the man to see that you have no reason to still be sitting here in the firmity that you're sitting in. You have no reason to still be at the pool of Bethesda. That's what God is saying. You have no reason to be here dying day after day because I've already the opportunity has already been given to you to be made well. The first thing out of the man's mouth is an excuse. Nobody is here to put me in. Sometimes we can't rely all the sometimes we can't rely on others to take us to the place where we can be healed. I know in in the instance before this, well after this or before this, we have a man who was totally paralyzed and it was so many multitudes trying to get in to see Jesus that his friends put him on a bed and lowered him down. They created a hole in the place where Jesus was and put him and lowered him down. Sometimes you're not going to have friends that's going to go the extra mile so you can be made whole. And that was the man of this instance. God is covering all instances of people. He came and he asked the man, do you want to be made well? Why are you dying? Look at yourself and ask, why are you dying? He was not talking about the specific infirmity. He didn't want the man to tell him what the infirmity was. He wanted the man to realize that he had no, he no longer had had an excuse to be sitting here in the same illness again. Some of us don't want to move past the illness. We don't want to move past what caused us to be in the position that we're in. But the greater question on tonight is, what did you do after you were diagnosed? What did you do after the molestation? What did you do after the depression and the oppression came on? What did you do after you was diagnosed with schizophrenia? What did you do after you was diagnosed with bipolarism? What did you do? What did you do after the marriage started failing? What did you do after the business started failing? What did you do when you turned away from God? What did you do when your children and you become separated? What did you do afterwards? What did you do afterwards? That's what the that's what basically Jesus was asking the man. Do you want to be made well? He was asking him in so many words, "Why are you still here?" And he didn't realize that it was it was not the illness, but it was the decisions he made after the illness.
You have to sit here and ask yourself, what did I do? What decisions did I make? Where did I go after this had happened to me? And it says that the man had been in that position for 38 years. And when I look up what 38 means spiritually and prophetic, it says that it's the years of punishment based on a decision or situation that you are either in or had been in. So it was not the specific thing that caused you to be there. It's the decisions after what you've been diagnosed with, after what you went through. You went through the car accident. What decisions did you make afterwards? You were diagnosed with being paralyzed. What decisions did you make afterwards? And then it says that the man said, every time I would go, when the angel would come, I would make my efforts to go there and someone would step in before me. But my thing is that you knew that the angel was coming season after season, but you didn't make any efforts to get there a little faster. You couldn't, you, you knew the first time that you couldn't depend on no one to take you to into the pool. Why didn't you start a little bit earlier getting to the pool? Why wouldn't you start off days if you knew what time the angel was coming? Why didn't you start off if it was going to take you an hour? Why didn't you start the hour before? Some of us know when the angel is coming. Some of us know when the seasons are approaching, but we refuse to change the way we move. You got to change the way you are moving. That's why God said, do you, that's why Jesus had to ask the man, do you want to be made well? That's why he told me to get on here and ask, why are you dying? Why won't you move a different way? Some of us know that depression starts around this season, but we're not trying to make efforts so we won't continue to go through that cycle of depression around this season. You know that in the month of May, on the 31st is when you had your real bad car accident five years ago, and you know on that day you get real depressed, but you're not doing anything to make sure you don't get depressed pressed on that day. Some of us have seasons and seasonal situations that come up at the same time every year, but we don't do nothing different year after year after year. So we won't go through that emotional roller coaster. That's what the man did not do. He didn't change nothing about getting to the pool. He didn't change anything about it. He still waited to the last minute. He was a procrastinator. Why are you dying? Some of us are dying because our healing is not just, it's not that important to us. That was the man with the infirmity of 38 years. You're not telling me that if you're, if you is suffering in this infirmity for 38 years, you know that the angel is going to come and trouble the water and you know no one has helped you after the first season, after the second season, after the third season. Why on the fourth season you didn't change the way you move? You know that the molestation happened 10 or 15 years ago. The person won't admit that he did it. The person won't admit that she did it. The person won't admit to anything, but you keep going to them saying admit, admit, admit. You keep yelling out to everybody, do this and do that, but why won't 
you change your move? Why won't you why won't you go and do something different so you can see a different result? The, the man was literally insane because the definition of insane is to do the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result. Why are you dying? The man had movement because he admitted to having movement. He could have started days early. He could have started an hour early. What he could have done is he could have stayed right there at the pool, even after the angel left and just sat there and waited to the angel to come back. That's what you do when you really want to be made well. When you really don't want to be in the same situation over and over again, you start moving differently. You started thinking differently. That's why the man, that's why Jesus had to ask the man, do you want to be made well? Will you be made whole? Because he he didn't the man didn't realize that Jesus already had the knowledge of that. He'd been sitting there a long time because he said that Jesus Jesus knew that the man had been there in this infirmity 30 and 8 years. And it does not say that Jesus talked to the man to find out that information. He just simply asked him a question. I'm just simply asking you a question on tonight. Why are you dying? You need to sit back and self-evaluate right now. Why am I still in a position? Because it's not the diagnosis. It's the decision that I made after the diagnosis. It was decisions I made after the drugs. It was the decisions that I made after I went to jail. It was the decisions that I made after I was on probation. It was the decisions that I made after my husband stepped out on the marriage or when I stepped out on the marriage. It's the decisions that I made in the past relationships. It's the decisions that I made in the business. It's the decisions that I made financially. It's the decisions after I bought the house and after I bought the car. Why are you dying? What I couldn't understand is if you knew that your movement was slow, why wouldn't you stay right there at the pool? It, I don't show any rules that it says that the people couldn't stay there at the pool because it says that it was a multitude. Why did you have to move so far back that when the angel came that you wouldn't be the first one to dip in? That's the thing is, why is when the healing has been presented to you, you walked away. You, st- you keep telling people I was molested and they say go to therapy go and talk to someone they say what we can do is give you your 30 minute an hour a week for free but you didn't even take that opportunity they tried to help you consolidate the business but because you thought that was not the way because you took your time the opportunity left your husband said i'll take you back as long as we go to marriage counseling you didn't want to do that why are you still dying why are you still in the situations that you found yourself in
since you since we're sitting here self-evaluating um, about the situations that we found ourselves in, let's go ahead and head to the solution. So it's one of two things that the Lord said that you can do because it says in verse nine that He said, "Rise and take up your bed and walk." God gave the man the opportunity right then and there to leave the infirmity and go and rise and take up his bed and walk. So the Spirit of the Lord said, "It's two things that I, it's two solutions that you can leave with this message after um to leave this message going out with. You can rise and take up your bed and walk and no longer struggle in the infirmity, or you." can sit there and continue to die till you reach your point of death. He said, it's one of two things that my people can do. He said, they can rise and take up their bed and walk. Or they can continue the process of dying till they reach the point of death. So just take a moment, like I just did, take a moment to say, am I going to step in the healing or I'm going to still sit here and continue to die? Am I going to still sit here and rely on the dysfunction in my life to keep feeding me to the point where I reject my healing? That's what we are doing. We're rejecting to be being made whole year after year, season after season, because of the decisions that we continue to make after the diagnosis. It's one of two things that you can do. You can rise and take up your bed and walk, or you continue to die until you reach the point of death, whether it be a spiritual death or a physical death. Why, why sit here and continue to die? You have the one or two solutions. The solutions are you can be made whole or you continue to stay in the state of dying until you reach the point of death. I have to stop right here because that's where the Holy Spirit is telling me to stop. So I can't say no more. What I have to do is I have to go ahead and pray like the Holy Spirit is telling me to pray. And um, it's not going to be a long prayer. It's going to be a quick prayer. And I have to get off because this word needs to meditate. We have to meditate on this word. The Bible tells us to meditate on his word day and night. The word of God, he said, he is our daily bread. He said, man should not live on bread alone. Alone, the physical bread, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. This was the word from the mouth of God. You may hear my voice, but it's nothing but the spirit of the Lord that's speaking through me. So let me go ahead and pray. It's Father God in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for giving us this opportunity to be made whole, to be healed from our infirmities and from the decisions that we made after our diagnosis. Father God, we are right here now, God, with our arms outstretched, asking you to come in and make us whole. Just like Jesus asked the man at 
Bethesda. Will you be made whole? This is our opportunity to be made whole, God. And we're making that decision that we will be made whole, God. We no longer want to stay in the shape that we are in. We've been in this shape way too long, Father God. And we're asking that you come in and sup with us, Father God. You said if you knock on the door of our hearts and we don't turn you away, God, that you will come in and sup with us, Father God. I'm asking that you will come in and sup with your people right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I know that your word is forever settled in the heavens and you watch over your word to perform it. In your son Jesus' name, I truly believe. Amen. I want to thank you again for joining Give Me the Word. I normally post on Wednesdays and Sundays, but I had to post this morning the message um, that God had given me because I was unable to post last night. But I want you to remember that I love you, but God loves you the best. I hope you have a wonderful day and continue to pray and seek after God with your whole heart.